podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down kind of season two, episode 30 of Hannah Montana. It was supposed to be the season finale of this season, and then some things happened. We'll get into it. But this episode is called Uptight Oliver's All Right, and uh, making a a tradition to be here on season finale days, I'm joined by Courtney Sile. (laughs) It's me. I'm the fake finale. (laughs) Well, this is the real finale of of my show. (laughs) But the fake finale in Disney Channel's eyes. Yes. Yes. Last week was technically the finale. Yeah, I definitely have never seen this one before. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm sure there are many reasons why. Yeah, I I have to assume that it wasn't in the rerun rotation, but also this ended up airing, like, in late season three. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't even rework it and then, like, drop it back in at the beginning of season three. They're like, no, we'll wait until, like... I think it's like episode 24 or something. It's like really late in the season. But yes, I I had not seen this either. This is the rare episode that I did watch twice before recording this though. (laughs) Yeah. Because I first needed to decide if I wanted to do it this season or next season. Mm -hmm. So I needed, I just, I just like watched it like while I was like playing Animal Crossing. And then I watched it again right before recording um, to actually take some notes. (laughs) I'll say it's better than I was expecting, but it's still it like, it did like it. I think I think on the whole it was well written. However, I don't think what they were going for uh worked. No, <laughs> I'll say so, that. <laughs> so like it felt more like an after school special than an episode of Hannah Montana. It did not follow like traditional Hannah Montana format. It didn't have, like, the same jokes as most episodes do. It took a weird turn into a teacher trying to date a student, maybe, for a second, which is mm-hmm. odd for the Disney Channel to do, for sure. And I'm, I don't know. It just, it didn't feel like Hannah Montana. I can see why they would delay doing it, because it is very yeah. heavy-handed. The, the thing is, though, like, we'll get, we'll get more into this later, but uh, they reshot parts of this episode but it seems like they only reshot like two scenes (laughs) out of the whole thing and i would have thought that they would have maybe reshot more of this uh especially because the the scene that is reshot is arguably like the worst scene of the episode which which scene was reshot the party sequence and you can really? tell that that was reshot because uh, Hannah and Lola have different styles of wigs than they do in season two. I did note at the very last scene, it looked like Jackson had gotten a haircut. Oh, Jackson got a between, major haircut. Yeah, between, <laughs> between shooting the B plot and shooting the bumper. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is odd. <laughs> when did he have time to do that? Yeah, so those um, are the two elements that I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure those are the only two points of the episode that were reshot. Which really? I think is kind of odd because I think they are the least successful parts of the episode. <laughs> yeah, the party made zero fucking sense. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I we'll get to it. I have but notes about you, it. You you specifically requested that we do the B plot first, which I am down for um, yeah. because it has yeah. nothing to do with the A plot. And 
And also, so this is like a Jackson has a girlfriend B plot. And yeah. the girlfriend in this um, is played by Kat Graham from Vampire Diaries. Oh. And I didn't know that until I was like on the Wikipedia page for this episode earlier. And the other thing is so Kat Graham's character, Allison, Jackson's girlfriend in this episode, apparently is in two other episodes in season three that all aired in the sequence before this aired in season three. So I'm like, are there going to be some continuity errors going forward? Um, Then why would they put this episode? Why would they put this episode back into season two then if they had already had continuity things? Well, they didn't put it back into season two. So (laughs) this is the thing. I'm a little confused too. My hypothesis is because the character Allison breaks up with Jackson in this episode. Yes. But I have to assume that in her other two episodes, which air in season three, she is dating him or like maybe Jackson's pursuing her or something. Hmm. So the thing with this episode is it was originally shot and supposed to air in season two. Yes. And then uh, like a bunch of parents got to view like early on demand copies of it and were mm-hmm. like, you can't air this. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we won't air it. And then they reshot some of it. Yeah. And then the new version, which is this, aired in late season three. So I'm like, okay. But as far as the B plot is concerned, that's where it gets kind of muddy. Because for all I know, they would have had no reason to reshoot the B plot. Also, Jackson looks very different in the B plot than he does in the bumper of the episode. Yeah. Which leads me to think that this was part of what was originally in. So... Allison breaks up with him, but then she's in the other stuff. So my thinking is, okay, because we weren't supposed to view this episode here. Yeah. Like, at this point. They were thinking, okay, this will come on later. So they must have, like, enjoyed Cat Graham's performance as Allison and, like, enjoyed the character. And maybe they, like, wrote her in. To enjoyed what? Episodes. She didn't do anything. I don't know. <laughs> I'll find out when I get to the other episodes with her, but I, I guess. that's my hypothesis that they just liked the character and we're like, okay, let's at least set up this character so that when she breaks up with Jackson, it's like a bigger thing. I don't know. But yeah, so that's, that's one little weird thing about doing this episode now is, um, is that <laughs> part of it. <laughs> but anyway, the B plot is Jackson's girlfriend is like very good for him academically speaking yeah she like tutors him or something and he got a b yeah or they like study together or whatever and he got a b and robbie ray is like ecstatically happy with this turn of events but then robbie ray like overhears her on the phone saying that she's gonna dump jackson which makes him very upset (laughs) this sequence this (laughs) sequence of events where Robbie Ray is overhearing this phone call and is like Three Stooges style crying, <laughs> going, no, like hands waving in the air. I was like, really? This is where you're going to try to be an actor in this <laughs> moment that doesn't require anything from you? It made it, I was just baffled by it. Like, I, like, the drama was heightened in such a way that I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> For no reason. Yeah. Robbie Ray he's he's very invested in this relationship. And Only I will because... also say 
that I noticed. She's making him smarter or something. It's like, just hire him a tutor. Yeah, I guess. I mean, or like force him to study. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he can't balance his job and school and maybe he shouldn't have his job where he works for a manipulative nine-year-old anymore maybe he would be better in school if he didn't have that to deal with all the yeah time. maybe if you gave him some of that fuck ton of money you promised that he was going to inherit it inherit now yeah uh would do better in school yeah so jackson is very mean to his dad in this episode by the way he's yeah he, he like treats him like an absolute idiot in front of this person that doesn't know him very well and it's very rude but also Robbie is acting like the biggest idiot in the world I guess Jackson is still a bigger idiot they're all (laughs) idiots I also noticed that Billy Ray in this he his accent has like never been thicker than it is in this episode did you notice that yeah he he was like using a full southern accent like not the usual little bit of twang that is present but like this was like it 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 was like he had a full accent it wasn't just darlin it was darlin like (laughs) yeah yeah but so jackson is like very oblivious robbie ray is like trying to save jackson's relationship i guess and jackson is very oblivious to this fact but then Jackson goes to like talk to Allison, mm-hmm. which they exclusively meet up at his house, which is fine. Sure, um, for plot reasons. And and Robbie Ray goes over to them and is like, "Hey, Allison, you know you're the best girlfriend that Jackson's ever had, and from what I hear, he's a really great kisser. Have you kissed him yet? The ladies say he has lips like butter. I'm like, I, I don't know why you want to kiss butter lips." Also, I also noted that Robbie is putting a lot of pressure on this, like, 16-year-old girl to take care of his son. (laughs) To parent his son? Yeah. No, that's a fair point. (laughs) (laughs) She's, it's not her job to do your job, sir. (laughs) Yeah, if your son is failing classes, maybe spend more time with him, help him study. Like, I get that you're less appealing to hang out with, but, like... She's not getting paid to hang out with Jackson. <laughs> Literally hire him a tutor. You say you have so much money. Hire him a yeah, tutor. So... Take him to Kumon. <laughs> <laughs> Take him to Kumon. <laughs> to Mathnasium. <laughs> you know, I actually had to go to Mathnasium. Really? Yeah. Um, funny story. So I Mathnasium helped me, you know, for a while. But then mm-hmm. my mom found out um that the lady who ran this branch of magnesium was overcharging her money and was like being shady about giving her refunds for the money that she was overcharged and my mom withdrew me from magnesium and on my final day of magnesium i i had my period and i I remember when i was sitting in on like my plastic black chair at mathnasium i could tell that something was wrong oh, no, and i i i knew when my mom had me get up and when we left mathnasium for the final time that i had bled all over that chair 
So that was my final act of rebellion at Madnasium was to bleed all over one of their chairs. This is for making me do fractions. (laughs) And for, you know, overcharging my mother, who was not a wealthy woman by any stretch. (laughs) We were were not well off during that time. Oh, no. Anyway, that's my Madnasium story. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Pumping Up the Podcast. Anyways, send Jackson to Mathnasium if he needs help with school or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. uh, Anyway, the B-plot. Robbie Ray also (laughs) is like, and you know, Stuart men only get better with age or better looking with age. So like, if you like how Jackson looks now, imagine how he's going to look later. And also, by the way, Jackson's going to inherit a lot of money, (laughs) which... Is true, but you shouldn't say it. <laughs> and also, like, is he? Because I'm pretty sure your daughter's the one with all the money. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like, Robbie Ray clearly has money from his own career, but the bulk of the money they're making right now uh, would not go to Jackson. Yeah. You, <laughs> if Robbie you, Ray died, it would live, go to the person who made the money. <laughs> you live at the beck and call of one Hannah Montana. Like, she provides for you yeah sir <laughs> so not not to get back on that topic but man we do talk about it every she time should have access to her own goddamn money she should at least some of it this is us just going into like a, a, a fucking diatribe about the problems of child actors and their parents being their managers yeah <laughs> so anyways but anyway jackson's like hey dad why are you saying all of this stuff to my girlfriend it's pretty weird and he's like because she's gonna break up with you and he's like is this true and she's like yeah thanks for doing it for me mr stewart bye (laughs) just like a leave yeah she just pieces out but they also there he was like dad can i talk to you and he takes him two inches away from where allison is sitting and they're not whispering or anything no and i'm like she can hear you like she's like they cut to her at one point and she's like clearly looking at them listening in like yeah (laughs) uh, anyway and it's impeccable the the last bit of the b-plot is robbie ray is like crying into his hands over this girl dumping jackson and jackson's like why do you care? I just found out I'm going to get better looking and inherit a lot of money. I don't need college. <laughs> it's like, okay. I guess that's what Robbie Ray gets. But he's, he's a bad dad. Bad dad. Shame, shame. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> with that now, out of the way. Now let's get to the meat. Let's get to the meat of the episode. Yes. So, like I said, this episode originally supposed to air in this position. And then actually aired late season three and i was like okay should i do this now or should i do this when it aired and disney plus kind of made the decision for me because they put this episode as season two episode 30 Mm -hmm. despite it not airing in that spot but i was like well if i if i wait and do this where it's supposed to be it'll throw off the like episode numbers for the whole rest of the season and it'll be very confusing for me (laughs) Yeah. So, also, when I watched it, I was like, okay, I'm going to see if this feels more like season two or later. And it still very much fits in as a season two episode. Like, the majority of the episode, Miley and Lily look like they do for all of season two. So, I decided to put it here. The original title for this episode was No Sugar Sugar, which is worse. I'll give them that. It's definitely worse. 
as opposed gonna... to uptight Oliver's all right, which is fine. <laughs> is that, what song is that referencing? The uptight Oliver's all right. Yeah, it's a Stevie Wonder song. Okay, called uptight everything's all right. Sure, I don't know Kate why Hudson ha- sings it in season four of Glee, Courtney. <sighs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Don't I forget I forgot Kate Hudson was in Glee. <laughs> so do I. I forget it all the time. <laughs> she was the mean teacher at the college. I remember now. Anyways, Hannah yeah. Montana. <laughs> Everybody go check out TH Glee, available now wherever you get podcasts. So this episode, again, I I do think this is a better title. No sugar sugar kind of ha- hammers home what I think are the largest faults of this episode. They should have just called it Sugar We're Going Down. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even have to change it. No, that's good. That would be fine. No, you know what they should have done? Because they always change it a little. They should have called it Blood Sugar We're Going Down. <laughs> See, that would have been good. Let me write Hannah Montana. <laughs> when CW does the gritty reboot, we will be the head writers. Yes. So, so this episode, I, I'm i very confused as to why they felt they needed to do this episode. Yeah, they already had, they already had Nick Jonas at the time. Why did they need this? See, that's, that's my thing. That's my line of thought here is like, okay, at this point in time, Miley Cyrus was dating Nick Jonas. Yeah. Nick Jonas very publicly announced that he had type 1 diabetes. And it was like a big deal that he like did concerts and stuff where you could like see his insulin pump and all this i almost wonder that they decided to do this because the star of the show's boyfriend had type 1 diabetes but why and they they were trying to help educate her fans about the condition that's not proven or anything i wasn't able to find very much information about this online but that's just one theory as to why they chose to do this because the other thing is when people think about diabetes, at least in America, people tend to think about type 2 diabetes. And that's more of like a, what's like the term I'm looking for? It's more of like a current health crisis than type 1 diabetes is because type 1 is genetic. Yeah. Uh, Most of the time. You're born with type 1. You can't really do anything except just like manage it. Type 2, you You, you can You can cure type 2 diabetes. And you can cure it eventually. Yeah. You can't cure type 1 diabetes. And I also should say a little disclaimer. I have a family member who has type 1 diabetes who is the same age as these characters. So, you know, it's extra personal for me. (laughs) And it's part of why I was kind of dreading watching this because... Mm -hmm. Even even before that family member was diagnosed with diabetes, I still always have had a big problem with the ways that our culture seems to be okay with jokes about diabetes because they're usually just fat jokes, yeah, which aren't funny anyway. But when you add to the fact that it's about diabetes, it's like, well, it's often incurable. It's incredibly expensive to manage, mm-hmm. you know, like, and... Insulin's Most of the time, it has nothing to do with your weight. It has nothing to do with your diet. It's just something that happens to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's really inappropriate for anyone to be making jokes about that, especially given um, what we've been seeing lately with people having to ration their insulin because of how expensive it is and then dying. I, I think it's in incredibly poor taste to yeah. make jokes about it. 
So I'll say that <laughs> first. It makes me curious why they had to reshoot the party scene and the me other too. scene they reshot. Because what was it before that was bad that they couldn't show? Yeah. And I'll, I mean, we'll get a little more into the specifics of the plot, but the, like, the ethos of this episode, that might not be the right word. The, like, the message of this episode, or, like, the point is that Miley and Lily basically assume that because their friend has diabetes, it means that he can't have sugar of any kind which is a huge misconception about diabetes. It is a real misconception that people have. And I think people mostly have that misconception because of all the jokes people make about diabetes. People, you know, will be like eating dessert and be like, oh, I'm going to get diabetes, which again, isn't how it works. No. So I think they were trying to fight that misconception Mm -hmm. and instead prove that that's not really what diabetes is about. But they spend 90% of the episode... (laughs) operating under the assumption that that is what diabetes is about yeah it's not until the very end of the episode like the last minute and a half of the episode that they dispel that and i think that's a problem i don't think they do a good enough job of laying the groundwork early in the episode for miley and lily to end up being wrong because at the very start there's this whole thing about oliver has this box of chocolates that he gives to the nurse And Miley and Lily assume that the reason why he gave the nurse the chocolates was because he can't eat them. And so he gave them to the nurse instead. And they never dispel that. And I'm like, I don't think that's why he gave them to her. And also that reason doesn't make any sense. But that's just an example of like, they lay the groundwork for this misconception and then don't really do a lot to correct it in the end result. It seemed to me... Like, Oliver Moore gave the nurse that gift to, like, thank her for her support. (laughs) Because why else would he have a box of chocolates at school? Like... They also thought that he was maybe in love with somebody. Yes. That's that's the larger context, but I was just saying where they arrived at on that. Yeah, that that was was Because Oliver can't have sugar. And I'm like, well, none of that is true. None of that fits. (laughs) But maybe, maybe it was something that he was, like... I don't know. I don't know how diabetes works. My grandpa had type 2 diabetes, but like he died when I was 8, so I have no idea what it was like outside of being a child. Mm-hmm. But maybe he was giving him to her as like something he could eat if he crashes. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's... There's a lot of reasons he be who, he could be storing sugars with the nurse. Yeah. There like, are a lot of reasons, and none of them are he gave them to the nurse because he can't have them. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the reason they say it and they never correct it. Yeah. That's just an example of... He's what, like 14? He's not going to know how to take care of himself that well. Like, he needs somebody like that to be keeping an eye on him, at least. Yeah, especially especially with this being a very new diagnosis. Like, he was clearly just diagnosed. Yeah. It's different once you've, you know had to live with it for a few years you get very good at being able to manage it on your own Mm -hmm. but but yeah (laughs) you know i mean i think i think a lot of the stuff in this episode is handled pretty poorly and i also think the bumper of the episode is like a fourth wall breaking psa basically yeah and i think even that was poorly written i think even that was not necessarily completely appropriate like, so. I, I can say as a almost 27-year-old 
intelligent adult person that I did not understand the message of the episode. And I don't know what type one diabetes is still. (laughs) It did not do its job. It, It really didn't do its job. And it, and it's further confusing to me that they would choose to rework this episode and not do a better job at that. Like they yeah. clearly added some things, but I am curious because I, I, I feel like I heard that the original version of this was available to find somewhere online, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't watch that. And from to my knowledge, not very much changes from that version to this version. And it seems like if you have all this extra time to put more care into something that you yourself are saying is important, Mm -hmm. like it better be good. (laughs) I don't think it was. I will say on the whole, the like writing in this episode was okay. I think, I think the jokes from like the last few episodes of the season until now have all been like on a newer level like they've Mm -hmm. all been better jokes but yeah for this being an episode with a message the message is not there it's really muddled yeah i think like it's not uncommon for disney channel shows to do something like this liz mcguire did it with eating disorders and like veganism for some reason at one point and then (laughs) that's a raven did it a few times with like racism and also like um there was that the fast food episode, the food court, whatever, which was well, and there was the episode weird. where the fashion designer like um, retouches Raven's body. Yeah, like all of other... which I think are probably better than this. <laughs> oh yeah, but that was my point. Was like all the we these are shows that have happened before Hannah Montana that did it better. Yeah, and I don't know why Hannah Montana was the one that couldn't get it right when they've had practice up to this point. Yeah. And again, it's like, I don't quite know why they felt compelled to tackle this issue, especially because, I mean, like, it would have almost made more sense for it to be about somebody with type 2 diabetes. Yeah. Because that is an increasing problem with young people, is them getting type 2 diabetes. Obviously, type 1 is still an incredibly serious disease, but it's, again, it's... It's not something you can catch. <laughs> and not that you can catch yeah. type 2 diabetes, but like you don't have control over it in any regard. So I thought it was an interesting choice and then I don't think they handled it well. <laughs> like I, no, I it just kind of confuses me as to like why they would choose to double down and put the episode out anyway. When, and also like, the, the whole episode is like them figuring out finding out he has diabetes and then doing nothing to actually learn about it on their own they just make assumptions yeah miley's reading that pamphlet not to like get ahead of ourselves but like miley's reading that pamphlet and shoveling chocolate cake and ice cream in her mouth at the same time like what and it's played for laughs yeah which same with the whole part the whole birthday party yeah i think again it's like this is giving the wrong message because like it's 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 playing with like, oh, the irony that diabetics aren't supposed to have sugar and Miley is eating all this sugar. And again, it's like, but that's not what the truth is. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, it feels like they were hammering in these stereotypes about the disease. And then at the very last second, we're like, actually, all of that was wrong. Forget everything we just said. And it's like, wouldn't it have been more productive to 
have Miley and Lily do like actual research because they care about Oliver. Because like we've shown, they show in the episode that they genuinely care about Oliver's well-being. They go to great lengths to do what they think will protect him. Why not instead of doing that, just have them do a great deal of research and have them like, I, I know it wouldn't be as much physical comedy or whatever, but like this episode's purpose clearly isn't comedy. It's clearly to send a message to young people and teach them about a serious issue. So wouldn't it have been better if like the episode had been Miley and Lily, like secretly finding ways to support Oliver based off of what they know now about diabetes or something. Like, I feel like that would have been way more effective for the audience in terms of actually learning something. Yeah. Yeah. Instead we get like a screwball comedy (laughs) about stereotypes. (laughs) And then get told that you were wrong the whole time. Like they put it yeah. on us for being for laughing at it. Right. It's like well, but you did it. You're the ones that did it. <laughs> yeah, but you laughed at it, so you're the bad person. I will say though, I didn't laugh at it. Me neither. <laughs> I liked this wasn't a funny episode. I liked um the jokes that Miley and Lily were making um before they found out that Oliver had diabetes. <laughs> it was funny. They were in the hallway outside the nurse's nurse's office and Oliver comes out of the nurse's office and they just go, oh, I think I'm going to do AP English. I think I'm going to do AP water polo. <laughs> yeah. What? See, I think, I think the first act of this episode is really funny. I yeah. think they do a great job setting up the episode. It's the second stakes become involved that it all just completely falls apart and is just a mess and cringy and bad. They do hit you over the head with the old person jokes for a yeah especially considering the fact that the nurse is like probably in her 30s yeah like late 20s early 30s she's probably like at most 36 yeah (laughs) and and they keep calling her old and saying that she like remembers the beatles and it's like she absolutely would not have been alive when the beatles were popular (laughs) miley at one point says don't worry you've got a few good years left (laughs) it's like (laughs) which is so rude also this is a young woman she is young. Let's, like, not get it twisted. Yes, she's a school nurse, and obviously she shouldn't be in a relationship with a student, which she's not, but no. she is not old. Like, it's just mean to this. I feel bad for the actress that played the nurse who, like, had to endure all these jokes about how old she was because she's God. clearly pretty young. Yeah. So anyway, to actually go like beat by beat through. Oh yeah, um, I guess we should do that now that we're at a half yeah. an hour in. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my plan for this episode was less to be about the actual ins and outs of the episode and more yeah. to like do an analysis of it. Um, so my notes are a little sparser than usual, but just to kind of hit the main things, the o- episode opens with Miley um, going to Lily and being like, somebody has a crush and Lily makes twice in two weeks they've made jokes involving race car drivers for some reason but uh lily says come on miley even jeff gordon makes a pit stop once in a while (laughs) assuming that miley was talking about herself having a crush and then i i did need to address the fact that miley's like i'm not talking about myself but tall dark and yummy over there is on my radar and did you clock who tall dark and yummy was (laughs) courtney it's not like someone famous but did you like take in his appearance was it like a tiny white man? It was like a skinny white boy with like black hair. But more importantly, he was wearing like 
a fuchsia button-down shirt and he had like a very loose tie around his neck that was like black and white striped and i was like miley baby no 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 no, you can't go there no 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 (laughs) it was like the it was the weirdest costuming choice for somebody that miley's supposed to have a crush on i was like he's not your type i feel like that's something kurt would wear in glee (laughs) That's my point. <laughs> That's my hey, point. Sweetie. Yeah. Anyway, so she was she was talking about Oliver. And I also think it's worth noting that at the time this episode was supposed to air, Oliver in continuity has a serious girlfriend. So plot error there again. Uh-oh. I don't know, because maybe maybe it was the thing because so like two episodes ago, Oliver starts dating Joni, the mean girl. Okay. And at the end of the episode, they're still together. So I don't know if they actually continue that plot line at all in season three with them still dating or not. But mm-hmm. in any case, as far as we know right now, Oliver does have a girlfriend. <laughs> they were just like, we need we need something to start this episode. We can't. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, Miley says that she saw Oliver looking distracted and spacey. And then we cut to Oliver, who is falling down the stairs. Yeah. Like, in a way that would really hurt him. And, like, he gets up and, like, can't walk for a minute. Yeah. And also, if she saw him looking spacey and disoriented, I feel like they should have addressed this later. That's clearly a sign that he had low blood sugar. Yeah, maybe he wasn't feeling well. He probably wasn't feeling well due to, you know, his diabetes, uh, which he just learned about and is still in that phase where you're kind of learning how to manage it. I I was surprised that they never addressed that later as being like, that's a normal thing that happens to you when you have type 1 diabetes, but whatever. Yeah. They confront him about having a crush on someone and uh, they're very rude about it and he rebuffs them. And then they say that they'll respect his privacy, but then they immediately tail him straight to the nurse's office. And they're like, oh my God, Oliver has a crush on the school nurse. What? But she's so old. She's so old and disgusting and old. (laughs) She remembers the Beatles. And Lily's like, the who? And then Miley says, them too, probably. That's actually a decent joke. It was a very um, good joke. No 10-year-old at the time would have understood that joke, though. See, this this is what I'm talking about. The jokes in this first bit of the episode are pretty solid. Yeah. Lily's like, I'm going to make fun of Oliver for liking the nurse. And Miley's like, no, we're not supposed to know about this. And you, anyway, that would be very hypocritical of you. Because remember when you had a crush on, like, the French teacher a couple years ago? Yeah, in seventh And grade. you wore a beret to school every day and said wee-wee so much that everybody started calling you Tinkles Truscott. And she's like, but nobody remembers that anymore. And then promptly Amber and Ashley return for the first time in quite a while and are like, yeah. hey, Tinkles, we're, we've just been eating some French fries. Do you want some? <laughs> we know how you like old French things. It's it's just so out of nowhere in an episode that is not about this. <laughs> I know. They just kind of out of like like gremlins. They just pop out of the ceiling in matching like gold <laughs> shiny outfits. Yeah, so and perfect. again, the jokes were solid. Yeah. 
that's about where the episode stopped being fun though yeah that's really the last well i like the scene with miley and lily and the nurse but yeah anyway they conspired to get oliver interested in somebody other than the nurse but then they immediately realize that oliver has like freaked out every girl at school so that won't work so they follow him again back to the nurse's office they see him like slip a note under the door and then leave Mm -hmm. and then they go talk to the nurse and she's like oh so oliver told you and they're like yes (laughs) and there's this actually pretty funny back and forth where the nurse clearly thinks that oliver has told them about his diabetes but miley and lily think that the nurse is admitting to having a relationship with oliver (laughs) which is disturbing but their their reactions in this are very good i'll say that like it's a well acted scene on their part yeah but anyway (laughs) she's like wait what are you talking about and they're like what are you talking about and she's like about oliver's diabetes and the (laughs) the studio audience goes oh (laughs) and then it just cuts (laughs) to commercial without transition music and then when it comes back from commercial there's also no transition music that's how you know it's serious i see i i caught that and i was like oh i don't like the silent transition from there's supposed to be some riffs yeah you gotta go yeah (laughs) i need something (laughs) because these silent transitions are like a horror movie yeah it's how you know this shit has just hit the fan (laughs) anyway They're like, oh, Oliver has diabetes. That's why he gave the nurse the chocolates, because he can't have sugar. And again, they never address that again. And I'm like, but that's not true. That's just not true. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. It It bothered me that they never came back to that. Anyway, the next scene is Miley eating a giant bowl of ice cream while she's reading some pamphlet about diabetes And again, what she says when she's reading from the pamphlet isn't necessarily accurate. It's like, again, more accurate for type 2 diabetes. Yeah. It's again about how people with diabetes have to like watch their sugar. And I'm like, it's less about sugar specifically. It's more about carbohydrates and eating, you know, conscious of what your blood sugar is at before you eat. Like, That's what it's about. It's not just about sugar. And I think that's, again, kind of the central failing of this episode is that they, again, center it around a stereotype, which is that diabetes is a disease centrally about sugar consumption, which is Mm -hmm. not true. (laughs) Again, it it's not even like, oh, well, I can have sugar if I'm really careful about it. It's like you can have any combination of things as long as you're careful about it. But it's Mm -hmm. more about, you know monitoring what your blood sugar is and then tailoring what you eat and how much you eat of it well it's not even that you can you can basically eat whatever you want as long as you adjust your insulin correctly so that it Mm -hmm. like matches it it has nothing to do with what you eat (laughs) it has everything to do with your current blood sugar and how much insulin you take Mm -hmm. it it has nothing to do with sugar and mm, mm, all of that i mean that's part of it but so is like every other food that you would eat So it again bothered me that even as Miley is reading from a pamphlet, it centers sugar. Yeah. And again, it's never fixed because even at the end, they're like, you can have sugar if your blood sugar is low. And it's like, no, (laughs) that's not, that's not what this is. 
I also don't like the idea that they put this like big of a life lesson onto these 14 year old shoulders to do. Yeah, and it again, it just it just bothers me that they took the number one thing that people make diabetes jokes about, which mm-hmm. is eating poorly, and made that the focus of the episode when it had nothing to do with Oliver's story. No. The actual diabetic. He maybe said like three lines in the whole episode. Yeah. I think that's also bad. I think making this episode about Miley and Lily's response to diabetes mm-hmm. versus somebody actually living with diabetes, I think that's not very helpful. I think that's really othering and it doesn't send a great message. But no. anyway, Robbie Ray suggests that to help Oliver take his mind off things, that Miley invite him to Tracy's party that night. So Her super sweet 16. It's Tracy's sweet 16. And thankfully, Lily makes a joke about this because otherwise I would have had to, which is that Tracy looks way fucking older than 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she does. Looks, she looks 29. <laughs> yeah. That's a 30-year-old woman. Yeah, and I did like that they at least, like, acknowledged that in the episode. Tracy and, and Lola's interactions were very funny. They were funny. They were the high point of this reshot material. <laughs> oh my god, this this whole scene was just... Can we talk about Tracy's outfit real quick? Yes, go right ahead. <laughs> it was, like, Swamp Monster meets Candyland. It was terrible. It was like green and scaly. It looks like the somebody, straps of it were really ugly. It was. It looks like a rejected <coughs> outfit from the candy ball from RuPaul's Drag Race, the sugar ball. I just watched that. <laughs> it looks like somebody made that and Ru went, "Huh," and then walked away. And they went, "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Lola looks great. I like Lola this did look good. This is probably her best look because you know why? It's toned down. They they took the Coco Chanel took a piece of jewelry off before exactly. she left the house. They, they took off a few accessories to make it look normal. They gave her like a bob that wasn't so straight and like straight out yeah, of the see, bag. This is how I knew that this was shot later. Is that it's a different wig style yeah, for her? It looks like it wasn't they, just the classic Lola wig. It was like no, it's. Like they a short haircut, it. but it's styled. You know? Yeah. It looked more like real hair than Lola's hair has ever looked before. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a shiny pink Party City wig anymore. Yeah, it didn't look shake and go. It looked like somebody had clearly styled it, thankfully. Yeah. Thank God. They convince Oliver that this party will be fun because there will be lots of girls there who don't have experience with him. So therefore, they will be open to conversation with him. Which just makes Oliver sound like like he's going to get me too or something at some point. Like, <laughs> Especially because of how they phrase it. They're like, it's a sweet 16. That means there will be lots of sweet 16s here. Which is a gross way to frame it. Objectively. It would be grosser if they were like also 16, 17, but they're actively younger. So I get, I get the implication mm. there. I think they're weird. probably supposed to be about 15 by now. I yeah, think these, these are older women. I guess. I mean, they're still high schoolers. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, they freak out because the theme of the party is sweet 16 and there's desserts everywhere, which must I must say is a terrible theme for a beach party. 
See, that's the other thing. They clearly shot this on the beach set because there's sand everywhere. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't sweep the sand from the set. They couldn't do this indoors somewhere. They had to do it on the beach. Which doesn't make any sense. Why is Tracy throwing a party in the beach behind Miley's house? Right? Tracy doesn't hang out there. She's not a normal person. She's a celebrity. All those desserts are tainted by sand at this point. And also, none of them looked good. They all looked so bad. Yeah, they didn't look great. Also, like, even the candy that they were eating. Like, at the one point, there were, like, licorice ropes. And they looked kind of gross. They looked really plasticky. (laughs) And it, like, not to get into, like, more set details, but it was very poorly lit. So they were just kind of, like, having a party in the dark on the beach. I was like, they couldn't, like, roll out some stage lights or something and give them some color? Like... Yeah. (sighs) But, um... But anyway, Miley and Lily freak the fuck out that there are desserts everywhere. And I'm like, Oliver's not a fucking idiot. Like, Oliver knows not to eat a ton of desserts and go into, like, a diabetic coma. Like, sure, diabetes are new to Oliver. He's not an idiot. No. Like, sure, he is in lots of other scenes. He's not an idiot where his health is concerned. No. Like, he's not, you think, you honestly think, they honestly seem to think that if they don't intervene, Oliver will just eat too much of everything and he'll, like, die. That seems to be their assumption here based on how they act. And it's genuinely, like, offensive. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, Oliver is responsible. He brought his blood sugar monitor with him. Like, yeah, he put that right in the pocket of those giant basketball shorts. Like, They really are some giant basketball they shorts. They were huge on him. Like, they my were, God. They were huge. They, like, went down, like, mid-calf. Like, they were capris. <laughs> like, they were very loose capris. That was a gaucho pan. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Lola and Hannah, to save the life of their friend, decide that they have to eat literally all the food at the party. Or, like, ruin it in some way so that Oliver can't eat it. So. (laughs) Also, Hannah's behavior at this party would be, like, front page news in the HMU. She makes such a fool of herself. It They're disgusting by the end yeah it yeah they have food like in their clothes miley like under their shirts all over there's like stuff in their hair it's like wedged in their armpits like miley takes a pie out of her shirt and then just puts it back in her shirt (laughs) (laughs) like what (laughs) yeah also, by the end, everyone else is gone. It's just the three Yeah, everybody <laughs> leaves because all the food is ruined. You you ruined what was probably thousands of dollars in catering. Congratulations. Tracy How? should send them a bill. Yeah, Tracy should be fucking For pissed. ruining her birthday party. <laughs> it's her, her birthday. This is only her third super sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> and you ruined it. So... <laughs> Oliver's like, hey, where's all the food? I never got to eat anything. And I'm like, that is way worse objectively. Yeah. Him walking around this party on an empty stomach is millions of times worse than it would have been if he had just had 
like a, a couple cupcakes. Like it's it's so much worse to like be on an empty stomach. It's so Drink much your worse. Juice, Shelby. Drink your juice, Shelby. Like <laughs> it's gonna get still so, magnolia. Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Oliver's like, oh, there's one cupcake left. I can eat that. And Hannah and Lola tackle him to the ground to stop him from eating a single cupcake. They literally think that's how diabetes works. That if he has a single cupcake, he'll need to go to the hospital. And it is so irresponsible. And then he's like, but guys, I actually need to eat. <laughs> so maybe if you had it, maybe, maybe He's go. like, hey, here's my blood sugar monitor. It says I'm fucking low. What is wrong with you guys? Are you trying to send me to the hospital? Like, yeah. it's just, it's so, it's so awful. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, this, we're now almost to the end of the episode. And the entire time, the entire time, the audience through the main characters of the show are believing that this is what diabetes is. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if they were watching this episode, and their mom was like, "Hey, it's time for dinner. You have to turn off the TV." And they never saw the last minute and a half. And this yeah. is just what they think diabetes is. That's irresponsible. Yeah, especially imagine like you do, you do like get it at some point, and that's just all you know about it is like I can no longer eat anything sugary. Right. Because Hannah Montana said so. It's like, guys. Like, that's a lot of... This is is the reworked version? That's a lot of unlearning you have to do. Yeah. When you have, like, I don't know, probably a million other things going through your mind with something, like, with a diagnosis like that. Yeah. Like, so... Ugh. Anyway, after Oliver has not even the cupcake he's like they confess that they know he has diabetes and he's like well then why are you stopping me from eating stuff you know that i can eat sugar like it's not a problem in fact my blood sugar is low right now and i really need to eat something sweet Mm -hmm. and lola's like oh hold on and she pulls a brownie out from like inside her armpit and oliver takes a bite and he's like why does this taste like pineapple and she's like oh that's my deodorant it's so gross tropical mist deodorant it's so nasty and he's like oh let's just go get a smoothie and they're like okay and then the bumper is this fourth wall breaking psa where still in their like celebrity costumes by the way yeah miley lily and oliver are sitting on the couch talking directly to the camera being like i learned that people with type 1 diabetes can eat sugar and can lead normal lives as long as they exercise and manage their diet. And I'm like, that's, that's what you think type one diabetes is. You think it's, you think it's type two diabetes. <laughs> like it's, it's just, again, what they say to the camera about diabetes. I'm like, you're still centering it around eating healthy and exercising. And that's really not what type one diabetes has anything to do with sure those things are important but they're important for literally anybody it's important for everybody to eat a balanced diet and exercise does that mean we all do it no does it mean i have diabetes also no (laughs) like it just it's it has nothing to do with the conversation she does say that like a statistic about how many kids are diagnosed with type 1 diabetes which, like, I guess that's helpful. How, How though? Like, that doesn't actually tell you about the experience of having it, just that it's a common experience. And 
I think, again, it served to center, like, what you eat as part of what diabetes is. Mm -hmm. And it is to an extent, but again, they're framing it in a way that kind of supports the stereotype that the episode is perpetuating. Yeah. As, like, that being all it's about. Because they even specifically say, you can eat sugar as long as you manage it. And again, it's like, that's not, that's not anything. (laughs) That's not what this is about. I, it's that your body doesn't produce insulin on its own. So you need to manage what you eat and then properly administer the correct amount of insulin. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess insulin is too complicated a word for the Disney Channel. I don't know. But it's not even just insulin. It also has to do with like how your body absorbs it too. So maybe you just maybe you make it, but your pancreas doesn't work. And yeah. So you have to do something else then to make your pancreas accept the insulin like directly instead like there are many different ways that it can manifest too yeah and and my problem is that they only frame it in this one way that Mm. doesn't really correct anything that they had said previously in the episode that was wrong yeah it's again just being like you can have sugar if you manage it and it's like yeah that's the case for everyone on earth Like, if anyone on Earth eats too much sugar, they will be unhealthy. It's not a diabetic-only kind of thing. No. And I think it, again, perpetuates the sort of thinking that leads to jokes about diabetes being entirely about food, Mm -hmm. which is unhealthy. Mm. Anyway, Jackson also shows up at the end. He's had a major haircut and looks a lot older. And he's like, and I learned I'm going to inherit money. And that's it. That's how the episode fucking ends. Okay, I'm rewriting this episode. Okay, Oliver do doesn't it. Have, Oliver doesn't have diabetes. Instead, guest star Nick Jonas, he comes in, new kid in school, and they're like, "Hey, you're the new well, kid." Also, in Nick school. Jonas has been on Hannah Montana before. Yeah, bring him back. Just have just have him be like doing something with Hannah. <laughs> yeah, and she can be like, "Oh, what's that?" And it's like, "Oh, that's my insulin pump." What's that? And then like go from there. Yeah, it writes itself from there. It really does. And then you don't have to make it a whole big fucking deal. You can well, and I'm curious them. now, and I will find out as I do these last two seasons of the show, but I'm curious how much, if at all, Oliver having diabetes is ever mentioned I feel like going it's forward. I have a feeling it will never be touched again, no, um, which like further go... makes it troubling. It's not like he's going to suddenly go into like diabetic shock in the middle of the school hallway. It's too dramatic for the no, but, but if they were serious about raising awareness of type one diabetes, they could, you know, have him have a pump on his arm or something. Like you mm-hmm. can get these like pods that like go in your arm and can automatically give you insulin based on how much you tell it to. Like you could have him in a t-shirt and he's got one of those on just as like a quiet sort of, yeah, you know, way of including that. And yeah. I don't think they do. <laughs> so. No. I don't know. I, I feel like. I, I'm, I don't want to like accidentally. Miss something here. Like I want to. Yeah, the, the picture on Mitchell Musso's Wikipedia page is really bad. Oh no. His hair is also so long. Yeah. It's like upsettingly <laughs> long. I know that was the style. In the 08s. 09 but like come on do you think the recession happened in the hannah montana universe 
<laughs> um, no. No. I don't think so. The government's but... never done anything wrong in the Hannah Montana universe. <laughs> Which is why everybody's so free in the Hannah Montana universe. Everybody can just do whatever they want. Happy and able to be 16 for four years in a row and eat liquor. Land a broke. plane on the freeway. Land a plane on the freeway. <laughs> Blackout all of I guess, LA. I guess we we keep we keep saying that Jackson landed a plane on the freeway. That's not true. He threw a party that caused a citywide blackout in Los Angeles, which mm-hmm. forced a plane to have to land on the freeway. <laughs> which it was indirectly Jackson's fault. <laughs> which is, I have so many questions about still. It haunts, I, me. it haunts me. I mean, I mean, a freeway in Los Angeles. So did it land on top of, like, 18 cars and crush every person inside the cars? Yeah, because even That's at, a class action suit. <laughs> even at night, like, the Los Angeles freeway would still be full of fucking people. Like, I, I don't know. Every time you're on, we just have to talk about this. <laughs> this throwaway line. <laughs> that has consumed us i told you it haunts me to this day it haunts me i need to know more well um hannah has broken me in more ways than once and you're not even on a ton of these no but i'm on enough compared to me i have to do all of them (laughs) i know what a tragedy that you started this podcast and now you have to finish it (laughs) yeah that's on me um do you have final thoughts on this is there like other stuff you want to say i feel like this i was intending for this to be like a shorter episode where we didn't like go as deep into the detail and now it's like an hour so well you know it happens it happens i don't know i just it was an odd choice of episode for them to do i don't i don't understand it i don't know if i ever will i think it's bizarre and i i don't know I can't wait to never talk about it again. Yeah, I will never. <laughs> I'm so glad this is over with, honestly. I've been, like, dreading doing this episode. Yeah. Well, now it's over, and you never have to talk about diabetes in Hannah Montana ever again. You did it. I done did it. Well, Courtney. Yeah. Thank you so much. Anytime. Uh, for being on this episode and being on another season finale do you want to let the people know where they can find you oh sure um <laughs> well firstly you can go follow mine and elisa's podcast th glee at th glee 420 on instagram yeah. and twitter um <laughs> we're chugging along through season one We've almost watched all of season two because it's just so yeah. fun to do. <laughs> yeah. So there are only, at the time this is out, I think there will be nine episodes out. I'm like starting to think we should maybe drop two at a time or something because. Yeah. Because we're flying we, through it faster than we thought. We, we are would. almost done recording season two. We have yeah. like four episodes left in season two and season one has like barely been out. So. <laughs> and you really got to stick with it to hear the Glee fan fiction so yes this here's your here's your incentive to listen to th glee i think it's once we get into season two mm-hmm. <laughs> courtney started writing some I glee did. fan fiction specifically for me and for our th glee audience mm-hmm. and uh if you want to hear it 
And I'll tell you this, it's really good. <laughs> you uh, you got to listen to the whole show. You got to be patient. And when it happens, you'll be so glad you waited. And you'll also, be, like, yeah. the episodes, the rest of the episodes are also good. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. proud of what we made. We're very funny. <laughs> I think we're both very funny in it. If you like us on this, you'd like us on TH Glee. <laughs> you'll definitely, if you like us on this, you'll like us better on TH Glee. <laughs> we have a better time. That's, that's my promise to you. <laughs> yeah, see, so follow TH Glee. Um, you can also follow me at Ramsey's Recaps for, Ram- for Ramsey's Recaps. We're in season three, baby. Yes. I'm very tired. I, I'm come see my play <laughs> here in New York. Come see Revolution at the Tank Theater in October and November. Um, follow me on Instagram at Courtney Style for more details on that. I have another podcast. It's called Trailer Trashed. You can follow that at Trailer Trash. No Ian Trashed. I have a lot of podcasts. <laughs> and what do you do on Trailer Trashed? We watch movies. Um, but okay. I just wanted to make sure everyone knew. <laughs> yeah. you're like, and there's trailer trashed. <laughs> Ramsey's recaps. We watch Kitchen Nightmares. So if you like Gordon Ramsay, you like that one. Trailer mm-hmm. trashed. We watch movies. One set in each state. We're almost done. We just did Pennsylvania. We have like eight more to do. We're so close to the finish. So follow us on this like last stretch of the journey. I'm gonna stop talking now. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Everybody check out Courtney's stuff. It's all very good. And uh, thanks to all of you for tuning into today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. We just finished season two. This this was the season two finale. Thank you so much for listening to two full-ass seasons of Pumping Up the Podcast. Um, I'm so grateful for all of your listenership and support and uh, nice reviews and deranged messages i i love it i live for it um i appreciate all of you next week as is new tradition uh next week will not be the start of season three we won't be getting to season three for actually quite a few weeks i have some exciting additional bonus content planned between seasons two and three and next week we're going to kick that off with the first uh soundtrack spectacular for season two um we'll be doing the first half of the songs from the hannah montana 2 soundtrack and i will be joined by a returning guest and music expert michael stahl who you probably know from this show (laughs) and nowhere else (laughs) but we do a deep dive into the songs from hannah montana 2 so tune in next monday for that and then the following week will be the second part of that and then there will be some additional stuff that uh, I have not recorded yet, but I do have planned. And uh, I think there will probably be two or three weeks of additional bonus content after the Hannah Montana two episodes, and then we'll get back into season three. So in any case, stay tuned. I hope you'll join us next week for that very special soundtrack spectacular. And in the meantime, if you want to find us online, we're on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod, Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast, as Courtney mentioned, feel free to check out TH Glee at TH Glee 420 and wherever you get podcasts. And if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Lovely Lisey and Instagram at Actor Elise. Thanks so much for an incredible second season, you guys. Uh, see you next week. And until then, keep on pumping up the party.